Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, which is the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. And on the show, we talk as much about what made playing that game special and what our guests might love about it as we will about the context of how they discovered it and fell in love with it for the first time. Uh, Sometimes I feel weird about describing it as like love because maybe that's not what it is for this person maybe it's just like uh, a strong like we'll find out i have no idea a little bit of housekeeping up top um you should check us out on social media because we're all over the gosh darn thing uh we're on twitter at call me by your game and on instagram at call me by your game pod you can see uh the cool art i post know when episodes are coming out and what they are about and also learn a little bit about our guests and how you can support them for each episode. Um, You can also start supporting the show by giving us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or truly wherever you get your podcast. That works great because that helps our visibility grow. Uh, And In fact, um, after I do introduce our guest, I keep forgetting to do this, but I'm going to read a review uh, because I encourage people to do that. So if if it if your review is nice and it's not bigoted or anything like that or what have you i'll read it on the show um and we'll do one a little later you can also share the show with a friend whether they love the game we're talking about today our guest or just video games in general and lastly you can of course check out us check us out on patreon we're at patreon.com slash super npc radio where we have a ton of bonus content. You can find a monthly episode where I sit down with a group of people, uh, the Call Me By Your Game co-op episode, and uh, do a deep dive on a game. We're doing our Legend of Zelda Games Club series uh, right now as well. And uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of fun going on over there. Um, but yeah, that's about it for the housekeeping. Uh, and I'll finally introduce our guest, 
for today. Please welcome a uh, podcast host, a uh, former live comedian, but current. Actually, you're going to be performing tomorrow? Friday. Friday. And uh, also just the number one fan of the St. Louis Cardinals of Major League <laughs> Baseball, Victoria Longwell. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. You're uh, so welcome. I'm so glad to get you on. Um, we were sort of talking about it before the show, but it's always really fun to have someone on who's not necessarily a freak like me. Um, yeah, not in uh, this way. I am a freak. Yes, uh, but in your own special way, Victoria. <laughs> uh, but also someone I just would have never expected to get the chance to talk to about video games. Like Ooh. we have so many... We've had so many uh, years of friendship at this point, and we have so many different things that we connect on or have had in common. Video games is not one of them. So this is going to be really fun to do. Um, you, I've already said we sort of know each other through the uh, Los Angeles comedy scene, but we've also now worked together at multiple restaurants in Los Angeles, and we <laughs> yes. both uh, are fans of the same perfect baseball team but what do you want people to know about you how have you been what have you been up to share whatever you'd like oh wow um <laughs> i tried to think of uh something random to say to share you know what i want people to know about me i want people to know that i've never had my driver's license and it is it is an issue and it is holding me back. And I'd like to start off on that note about my, uh, my greatest, uh, my greatest challenge, which will be to get my driver's license. Um, I believe in you. And I, this is something that I do forget about you. Um, especially <laughs> now because you not, I don't want to dox to you, but you walk to your place of, uh, employment. That's right. Um, <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Uh, <laughs> it's the zip code. Okay. Uh, there's. I was going to try to give coordinates, but my brain couldn't connect to the word coordinates fast enough to, no. to do it. I really know that feeling. It's honestly very scary. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm feeling older every minute. But anyway, I forget that about you, but it's okay because you're only – you're still – you're not even 18 yet. So like – I'm not – and that plenty is of time. an important thing also to get out, that yeah. I'm not even 18 yet. Uh and yeah, I'm particularly bad at driving video games. That is true. Um, uh, what? Okay, I do. I'm a podcast host. I host yes. a podcast with uh, one of my very best friends, Talia Tabin, who is also on my improv team, Yeti. Yeah. Uh, she and I host a podcast called Friends Talk Frasier and Feelings. Uh, <laughs> I always forget. We... <laughs> I do forget that there's a second part to that title. Just because it's very long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, our, so is ours here, so you're okay. Well, but at least it's, you know, a title that exists in the world. <laughs> uh, but we, you know, we read. Tolly has never seen Frasier. I'm a big fan of Frasier. We recap episodes and then we, if, if you're unfamiliar, Fraser Crane is a therapist. So then we talk about uh, mental health things for the second portion. Wow. It's very fun. My uh, goodness. What a show. Yeah. It's fun. Oh, Connor's going to be on it. So if you, you know, yes. stock all things Connor does, you'll have to check us out. You will. Um, and I'm really glad to have that on the record now. Uh, so I have the receipts. I've got those it. receipts, Victoria. <laughs> Just I gotta case. be honest. You playing me saying that something was gonna happen wouldn't scare me. That much. <laughs> I love it. 
yeah, it it probably wouldn't just wouldn't shock you. Um, no. Uh, that's really cool. Have you been doing this for a year yet? I guess. Are you? Because uh, yes. Obviously, this was started during quarantine in the last like year and a half or whatnot. But I can't remember exactly when it started. You know what? You're really uh, you are making me realize that we have. I think maybe are coming up on like our one year anniversary next oh, week or something. Dude, I mean, I don't, and not to put anything on you, but you should let, tell people about that. Your year's coming I up. I should. No, let me give you podcast should. advice, Victoria. <laughs> and because you're what, a little over a year? We are uh, coming up on two. What? Uh, yeah, my show will be two in, uh, and I'm so glad I got to bring this up, in like a month and a half, like end of November, two years, God. which is crazy. Because. We did, like I said, 15 episodes before the pandemic, and this oh. is episode 88, so. I'm so sorry I was so off. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. Um, and uh, But we will be having a conversation afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great show. Everyone should check it out, and let's. Well, I'll put a link in the show notes so Ooh. people can click it. Um, anything else you wanted to share about yourself uh, that you didn't get to quite yet? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I have cool, a cat. Dude. Just like yes, Anna. spruce. Do people know that spruce. Um, we both have really cool cats. And, really cool cats. And we're both. We got them around the same time. We uh, did. So good for us. Um, good for us. Anyway, dude, thank you for sharing about yourself. Uh, that was. It's. It's always fun to hear from my guests' mouth just to see what. What are they gonna share? And how yeah. are they going to pitch themselves? So that's awesome. Um, but before we talk about your general history with video games, mm-hmm. would you mind telling the listener and maybe even me what game we're going to focus on for the main event later? Today, we are going to be focusing on Soul Calibur 2. Fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was uh, the most anyone's ever like gotten into like – the spirit of the game when saying the title, and I'm so thankful uh, for it. Hey, my pleasure. I feel like the, the those sound bites from the games, they're emblazoned on my brain. Gosh, that is that's fantastic. Well, uh, really looking forward to talking about it soon. Me too. But yeah, let's dive into a little bit of your history with video games. You're you've mm-hmm. been very honest and transparent, saying that games aren't necessarily your thing. But I would like to know. When you maybe first remember either playing or seeing a video game mm-hmm. and taking an interest at all? Yes, I know exactly what it was. Um, oh, well, I don't know the year, but my brother for Christmas got an N64. Ooh. And I remember when he got it and he opened it and he like held it above his head in triumph and then went down into our basement and we just like did not see him for the rest of Christmas day. <laughs> um, My man. Yeah. <laughs> and he got, um, I guess uh, who uh, I'm going to get it wrong, but whatever super Mario game, super Mario 64. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Came out at the t- time that that came out. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, around the same time, Zelda, Oh boy, uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yes. Oh, so like boy. <laughs> so those two games um once he like cuz he like beat, you know, Super Mario 64 that day or something after like 16 <laughs> hours of playing. Uh that game he eventually let me play some and I did How nice find, of him. 
Hold it down. I'm very, very kind. <laughs> um, he he opened know, the door to his fucking dungeon. He, he finally <laughs> let me crawl down there uh, <laughs> into a mess of Doritos and like double stuffed Oreos. Uh, and Sounds awesome. <laughs> honestly, these are good memories. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got to play uh, Super Mario 64. And there were like some... Uh, there's like a thing, a challenge that Im- was involved penguins and like a like a ski slope type thing. Yes, you got to bring the baby penguin down to the mom yes. penguin, and you got to so go cute. down this slide. So cute. Uh, or um, I have a question for you. Yes, and I, you're gonna know the answer to this. Did were you ever someone who just dropped the penguin off of the map? Yeah, because you know- that's you got to try. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm so proud of you. Oh gosh. Uh you wow, gotta just see what happens. One of us. One of <laughs> us. Uh that's awesome, dude. What other Mario 64 memories might you have? Like uh Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, um okay, so I love doing the penguin thing even just for fun, just to like do that kind of race to see if I could get through oh, the it's part of your routine, it. your daily routine. Yes. Sim- similarly, there was an underwater portion where, like, mm. an eel's head would stick out of a hole, and you would go by it, and it would come out. Yes, uh, as Mario was like swimming. Um, mm-hmm. I used to really like that portion, and then I remember trying to beat the final Bowser thing where you're going. If you, uh, I now you maybe will have to correct me. Yeah, if maybe like if you're not actually if you haven't broken that level like into that level yet, if you mm-hmm. try and go up those stairs. It just keeps going. Oh, you know what? You have to have a certain number of stars, I want to say. Or you have to – I don't think – because there's a few keys you have to get like because you defeat one of the Bowsers. But I think that is – you have to have like 50 stars to go upstairs or something. Yeah, because it's like the last Bowser fight. Yeah, and that Uh, actually leads you just up to like – wait, no. Yeah, that is the final. I think – I could be wrong. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think you are absolutely right, yeah. But I feel There's a lot like of stairs remember, in that game, so I was mixing up my stairs. Yes, and I feel like I remember dreaming about the stairs just because wow. like, I'd spent a lot of time playing it one day. That's so cool, dude. I had and no you idea. Had, you had to like get Bowser by the tail and throw him, right? You did, and you'd throw him into the bombs that he placed yes! around his arena, and he would uh, uh, like hit, like just fly back on his back and disappear. <gasps> There's okay, so this is while we're on the subject. First of all, do you have a Nintendo Switch at your home? No, dude. Oh, last year they came out with uh, about a year ago. They came out with a a Mario like 3D collection, but oh. it was it's only three of the games, but it's they're pretty fantastic. They they did leave a couple off, but um, one of them is 64. So like I, of course, replayed it. It's a game I've replayed one of the games I've replayed the most in my life. It's just like so amazing uh, mm-hmm. and such comfort food, honestly. Yes. Um, that, uh, but I never got 120 stars. So I finally did it. I, oh, when I got this new yeah. version, I mean, it's the same game. It's just uh, on your switch, but should I uh, get it? <laughs> dude. I mean, it's, it might be harder to find it now because yeah. they did this stupid, like limited release, but it's out there. Um, I used to love playing that game. It was exactly what you're saying. I found it really relaxing and like mm-hmm. comforting. Yeah. 
I remember Koopa the Quick and having to race him and thinking yes. he's a real jerk. <laughs> Dude, such a jerk. Such um, a jerk. Man. He cheats. Oh, yeah. Man, it's he, all coming back to me. See, that's what we, that's what we do on the show. Um, you also, did you ever toy around with Ocarina? Was it more a Mario thing? No, I did toy around with Ocarina. Um, and uh, kind of the same, there's a like part in there where you go to a ranch and you have to yes. do a horse race. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like you, you have to you, get carrots or something. You, well, you, <laughs> I wish that'd be way more interesting. No, you, as you race, like you're, you get, you get little boosts that are the carrots. Oh. And if you use all like five or six of them, then they take a while to replenish. So you want to like space oh. them out kind of well. How do you remember this? Because I've played that game 18 times. I'm not kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, it, yeah, it's ridiculous, but. I have a memory of, uh, I don't think it was the same Christmas break. Hmm. Was did did Zelda come out with N sixty four? Like did Ocarina of Time come out at that same time? No. The so Mario sixty four was one of the launch titles in September uh, of ninety six. Um just oh. hit the twenty fifth anniversary like a couple weeks ago. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, dab dab. So that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well uh never mind. Scratch that. Um but uh, Ocarina of Time came out two years later, November 98. Okay, so, okay. So in 98, my brother would have gotten that. Wow. <laughs> and I um, remember the night before, like the Sunday before you go back to school. Yes. I remember being in like a green, puffy Old Navy vest uh-huh. on my parents' bed just playing that ranch thing <laughs> over and over and over again and being like, I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I'm so happy that Zelda, of all things, gave you that feeling. That's great. I just wanted to stay with Zelda. That ga- I liked that game. I thought the music was very good in it. <laughs> Dude, it's – um, yeah, it's – the music's fantastic. Same composer for Mario 64 and uh-huh. that game, Koji Kondo. Um, legendary composer for that I think really almost only has ever done Nintendo stuff. Um, but oh, actually, I'm also lying. You don't have to buy that game because in October, if you just get a Switch and you get like their online service, which uh-huh. there's a version of it that's just like twenty dollars, but they're adding N64 games to it for free. Um, so you can just play like Mario 64 or oh, Ocarina anytime. Yes. Yeah, it's but I think they're gonna up the price a little bit no one Mm. they're supposed to announce it officially soon like what's going on but they have said that n64 games are finally coming to this platform so you can actually play it it for a lot cheaper i actually do think as we're talking about this i do think playing mario 64 sounds fun like i I think it would benefit your life i think it might too i think it might make my brain feel good i think so and that's a good that's a good. It is a good. That's a good. <laughs> That's um, a good. Uh, I'm sure you have a, a thousand opinions because being such a Mario 64 stand about Chris Pratt. Doing I mean, the voice. it's all I think about right now. <laughs> <laughs> when so oh Victoria Matt Jeremy and I did uh-huh. a live stream for this for this uh, the the presentation where they announced that. Because it was just supposed to be like, hey, Nintendo's announcing a bunch of their upcoming games. It's a they do these presentations like three times a year. It's a real big okay. deal. Surprises. It's it's always really cool. Like that N sixty four stuff got announced there, um, and then all of a sudden, they're just like, Sejiro Miyamoto walks out, who's like the head guy at Nintendo, 
who like uh-huh. made Nintendo what it is. And we're like, oh no, what are they going to announce? It's going to be huge. And they're like, we're here to tell you about the cast for the Mario movie. And then we're like, what? And then they, as they like just start rolling them out, starting with Chris Pratt, we were all so confused and so like <laughs> upset. We're like, this is terrible. Um, but shout out to our mutual good buddies, Matt Apodaca and Jeremy Schmidt. Um, Hi, I miss you both. Gosh, love those. Love those goons. Love um, those. Love those I, goons. I say it as if Jeremy's not going to be listening to this editing it, but um, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Uh, I just, no. I'm sure I had to bring up. You had to. The minute yeah. you said, the minute we talked in Mario's voice, my next thought was Chris yeah. Pratt. Also, yeah. can I tell you, yes. when when all that backlash was happening, I misunderstood and thought it was a live action movie. Oh, <laughs> that's I was funny. like, I was like, he's also just too tall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh. A bit of a bit of a silly moment for myself. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, sorry, you. I have, I've sort of gotten us stuck. I, I asked you so many questions about the N64 stuff, but, um, I was really eager to hear, uh, any just throughout your life, have there been a few other games that have like really stuck out to you that you've had some moments with? Yes. So the other, I think, major game, I, even though like I've played our arcade games, like I've done Tekken. I like versus games. Nice. Um, oh, so you are you were a little primed for Soul Calibur too? Okay. I really was you played in many games. ways, actually. Yeah. Uh, but um, the other game, you have a lot of swords, right? I love weapons <laughs> the listener can't love see medieval it, but, uh, weapons victoria's just got a wall of mounted weaponry uh which is weird but i agree <laughs> but i love it <laughs> oh so you you played some of those types of games yes um but uh uh the other thing that i and i'm realizing what i like in games as we're talking through this i'm learning hmm. about myself um the other game I would get hard into is SSX Tricky. Oh, dude, that's right. I think you brought that one up too. Yeah. And that one so shares a, a time frame with Soul Calibur. I was into them around the same time. Yeah. Uh, and I just could play that game for hours. So was it's, this on the GameCube? No. Oh. I think it would have been on PlayStation. Yeah, they were both also on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Interesting. And and again, this is all sort of like tied to whatever my brother was doing. And yeah. I just he would just I guess I was who was around because he's six years older than I and uh-huh. he would just let me play. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, that's I love that game. Dude, Tricky is so much fun. You probably it's saw so but fun. we did an early episode with Kimia uh on that game. And that's one, honestly, it's surprise it's maybe not surprising, but that is one that when I'm like inviting people on the show, like you and I talked, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, there are any games." That's one that gets brought up more than a lot. most games. Um, wow, tricky. People loved tricky. Mario sixty four is, I mean, obviously another hugely popular one. We've actually done two individual episodes on Ocarina, so oh yeah. So they're really they're out there, um, but. Dang, dude, Tricky's Tricky's really great. Do you remember? How, did you have a favorite character? Do you even remember? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. And I, I don't. I, I can't even. Can you name some for me? Yeah, there was. Um, well, there was Eddie, who was the redheaded guy with the afro. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like kind of a clown-looking guy. There's, um, 
Mac, who's like the too cool for everyone guy, like the kid who's like tight, like um, snowboarder. Um, real punk. There's Kaori, who I, was from Japan. There was, of course, Elise with uh, the uh, boobs the size of the moon. Yeah. Um, it was this really an era of like, I mean, never mind. This continues today, but it was just like the first time I think game designers were like, we can do what with video games now? <laughs> yeah, Oops. I mean, Soul Calibur is <laughs> Soul Calibur is b- big. Uh, huh. It's big I'm in that way. Sort of sensing a pattern here, Victoria. Okay, I like games uh, where <laughs> good there's physics. where there's repetition and also boobs. Um, uh, uh, I, I don't remember who I played today. as. Honestly, I'm mm-hmm. sort of lame in that I'll like. Especially as like a teenager, I would have been like, I'm going to be the blonde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I may have played as Elise. Was very she possible. blonde? She was blonde. Although I also very much remember the name Kaori. So mm. I don't know. I Maybe I could have done that as well. It's. I'm honestly surprised I don't remember. Hey, you know what? We're, nobody's perfect. So it's okay. Um, I thought so, it was. Hey, well... I guess you're learning a lot more on the show than you ex- <laughs> expected coming into it. Uh, any others throughout your life that stick out? Like, I know that sounds like kind of your heyday, but were there any that, that kind of my heyday that like came into your view that were interesting or that you even played since then? I'm trying to think of if in college I really got anything new, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. What's the last video game you played? Soul Calibur. <laughs> what? Do you have it? Um, did no, you find a way we, to play it? Yeah, we. Uh, Proud what of did you. we do? What do we, What do we have? An Xbox, maybe? Yes. Uh, and I think we like bought it on the Xbox app or something oh, during wow. the pandemic because we went through a short Soul Calibur phase. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Wait, is it like a new Soul Calibur? It would have been a newer one, but honestly, it might have been four because I feel like it was the one with Darth Vader. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's so interesting. Uh, Cool, dude. Um, Well, before we sort of take a quick break and talk, actually finally get to some Soul Calibur 2 talk, were there any games you didn't get to mention that you would just be remiss if you didn't brought up? I don't think so, unless we're going to count Tetris on Game Boy. Uh, Dude, yeah, that counts. It's a great I game. Had a, I had a, what is what are they, a pocket Game Boy? Yeah, a Game Boy Pocket. A Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, I just switched uh, the words. Yeah, yeah, it was also my brother's, but then I sort of like inherited it. And um, I loved that thing. Dude. Take it in the car, play it the whole ride. So good, until it's dark and then you're, you hopefully have a warm light or something yeah. sticking out of the side <laughs> of your Game Boy. That's cool. Do you play Tetris? Any other Game Boy games that you remember playing? No, I really think that's it. Dude. Hey, also, if you get a Switch, which I'm just trying to pitch you on getting, uh, there's with that Switch Online subscription, which again is $20 a year right now, um, they give you this free game. Are they paying you? I'm I'm sponsored by Nintendo. I wish this show was sponsored by Nintendo. They should. (laughs) They should because I'm really selling their stuff well. Um, There's a game called Tetris 99 where you are playing Tetris, but you're playing against 99 other people online. <gasps> and as like, basically as you like clear lines, that gets sent to the bottom of someone else's screen. <gasps> so it starts going from up. So the goal is to stay alive as long as possible and outlast everyone. 
Um, it's have you really, ever beat it or won it? One time. Wow. I've gotten like third a bunch, I think second before. I've only beaten it once, but I have friends who are like routinely coming first and they are good. Like former guests of the show, I know Patrick Ellers and and my friend Eddie Martin are also really good Tetris 99 Sheesh. players. Yeah, maybe I even Jock Mulligan. I want to be that good. Dude, it's it's really fun and it's addicting. Uh, yes. It's, I think – I know that video games in general are addicting, but mm-hmm. I do think the ones that I really get sucked into are the ones with like repetitive, addicting – it just – it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Dude, well, hopefully there's some Tetris 99 in your future. Think of it. Uh, sounds like you'd like it. Well, I'm like gonna go talk about the Switch with my boyfriend after this. Please do. Uh, in not fact, they I just released a new one. Would you say? Uh, I said not because I need his permission, but just because like maybe yeah. both of us would use it. Yeah, you 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 want to get him on board so that it's not just you buying it. If it's like right. a group thing, right? It's a group. Even thing, if it is just we'll for you, split sees. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, good luck, and let me know when you get when you get your Switch. Hey, no, but no uh, problem. We're going to take a quick break, like I told you, and then we'll come back and talk about Soul Calibur. So, uh, Victoria, I will see you on the other side. See you on the other side. Good luck. Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I host a podcast called Video Games, a Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, a Comedy Show anywhere podcast can be found. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Here, of course, to discuss Soul Calibur 2 with Victoria Longwell. Victoria, welcome back. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm just realizing now that I sort of had this plan, and maybe we, we can just do s- something else another time, but before we actually started talking about video games was to talk to you about the Cardinals and... Oh. The end of the season and, and oh. that game that you were at because you were just at the wild card game, which I was unfortunately ended in a Cardinals loss in a Dodgers in win. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was in hell. Uh, but anyway, um, did you say it sounded like you said in hell? Did you say something else? I said it in L, like we got an L. Oh, but <laughs> you hearing hell and saying it ended in hell was very funny, and I wasn't gonna correct it. You know what worked out pretty well, I think. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll bug you about this another time because we still I still really want to talk okay. to you about that game, and uh, and record it and and then you know then suddenly you have a baseball podcast and it's great if only I had time oh. for that but it sounds fun right it sounds really fun give me a baseball podcast okay you can have one here here it is uh, it's <laughs> well, called I don't think you meant that <laughs> no I no you you have it there there's your there's your baseball podcast but. I do want to talk to you about all that because there's just so much to discuss and I've only really – I haven't really talked to anybody about it and there's a lot of emotions that need to come out. Yeah. You know? We need to have like a full – we need closure on the season is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. So we'll do it soon. 
Um, I'll do it soon. Uh, and if you want to bring them up at any time, feel free. You have the uh, Cardinals? a free pass. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I've never played a baseball. I've never played like MLB. Oh, um, I wouldn't recommend it. Great. Um, for, I will play it, it then. Yeah, I don't. There are some really great baseball games out there, though. Um, oh. I play one that I really love that you honestly could probably get into, and it's called Super Mega Baseball 3. It's Ooh. sort of – it's a little – it's kind of a mix between, like, cartoony sports and, like, real life, where they sort of meet in the middle, both in the art style, but also the, like – personality and the players and stuff they're really it's all made up characters it's not like professional teams oh but you can fully customize everything if you want or just leave it and uh-huh. they have like original team names uh, character names and the all the players are really funny like um there's this one player named hammer longballo i want to say a lot of their names are like mine. baseball puns <laughs> Uh-huh. What did you say? I said a relative of mine, Victoria Longballo. <laughs> oh, yes. Long <laughs> That's really funny. They, there's just so many like that. Um, it's also really cool because there are men and women. Uh, Hell yeah! You, you can and you can change anyone's gender, what they look like, whatever you want. Not their stats though. I think those are automatic, so wow. you can't just like make all of your players a hundred on everything. That seems fair. But I'm it's right. really fun. It's really good, and the difficulty slider, like the adjustment you can make, is the best part about it, where if you jumped in, you could put it at the lowest level, and it will like kind of hold your hand into Ooh. learning to play the game, and you can like basically make, the, make it harder anytime you want. And on specific stuff, so like let's say you know how to, like you figured out pitching, mm-hmm. but you're having trouble with hitting, you can mm. just adjust those specific sliders uh, that's cool yeah it's it's a lot of fun and uh yeah there's a i have a i did a whole series on baseball video games last year uh like we did like one a month it was the call me by your ball game uh oh yeah four episode series uh damn see you're you can do a lot with your title very friends very talk Frazier and feelings there's really no more room for anything <laughs> Uh, and hey, maybe even call me by your ball game. It's just that's your podcast that you're gonna do. Uh, oh wow, I'm gonna take it. Dude, go for it. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so now that we got that out of our system, almost. Um, let's talk about Soul Calibur Two. First, I want to share some history and context with you right. and the guests. Uh, if you want to jump in, feel free. I'll also leave it open to you. Yeah, it'll be a conversation still. Uh, <laughs> but here I go. Soul Calibur Two is an arcade fighting game developed by Project Soul and published by Namco in 2002 for the arcades and in 2003 for the home console ports on GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. And you uh, said you played it on PS2. That's correct. Um, so there that is. I actually played this game on GameCube. I rented Whoa. it. Um, and I've never played a GameCube in my whole life. Oh, dude, I will... I mean, it's it's sort of like the hipster thing now to be like GameCube is the best, or like that's like. But you the, do believe it's the best. I it's it's not the best console out there. It's just it didn't sell very well. It got made fun of for how it looked, um, but actually looking back on it, it was a really it was actually a strange, strangely like powerful Nintendo console. Nintendo Ooh. usually has like underpowered consoles compared to PlayStation and Xbox. This was the last time they were even like close. Uh-huh. Um, but 
yeah, it just like didn't sell very well. And it had a lot of weird games on it, but really good ones too. Like it's just sneaky, a sneaky strong system. Um, so I'm also expecting you to buy a GameCube on top of that. Well, I mean, I have a whole new hobby to spend a ton of money on after this. (laughs) My work here is done. Um, this game is the third in the Soul Calibur series of weapon-based fighting games. It was a critical and commercial success. A uh, high-definition port titled Soul Calibur 2 HD Online was released for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in 2013. Um, the game's plot revolves around the legendary weapon Soul Edge. Having been shattered into pieces, Victoria nodding along emphatically yes. you remember souls soul edge well you're just what you're gonna learn about me is like this is kind of what i'm here for with this the, game is a little bit of like the mythology really the yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome okay cool because i honestly i maybe it's because i just rented it and played it for one weekend but i don't know what the hell the soul is it i don't i didn't remember it before i looked it up for this game mm-hmm. or this podcast uh so anyway um uh where did i oh so the soul edge has been shattered into pieces and different characters are seeking to collect all the pieces to gain possession of the complete weapon or to complete the weapon or destroy it once and for all. Uh, soul caliber two made improvements on the earlier games with better graphics, better game system, and was known for introducing new and guest characters from other video game series. Uh, this is, this might be considered even the best one in the series too, from what I've uh, a little bit of research I've done. I, I could be making that up, but I want to say it was pretty good. Um, ooh, in fact, I want to say... So we do these special episodes, Victoria, mm-hmm. on Jeremy's show where we essentially do like a a console fantasy draft. Uh-huh. Um, oh, cool. But we also put it to like a theme. So we're always in space it, for no reason. It does. We don't need it, but it, we <laughs> add drama to it. We always sit, we're like these space researchers and what we've brought up with us are to entertain ourselves are like the entire N64 catalog. Yes. And then what happens every episode is our ship gets hit by an asteroid and oh, no. we all have to shoot off in our escape pods. But before we do, we draft uh, games from the console and we choose like five. And so when someone gets one, it's gone. <gasps> um, this is fun. It, dude, it's, they're like, this is something I came up with for his show, and it's like the most proud I've ever been of. That's like, a really any good idea. Little game, thank you. And they they do really well. They're really popular episodes for us too. But uh, and the most fun people get heated. Like yes, people get their hearts broken. Yes, uh, draft. Oh my god, the number of times I've been upset on draft day. <laughs> yes, you get it. You play fantasy baseball. I get it. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure this was drafted in the Dreamcast one. No, maybe maybe it was. The PS2. I don't know. One of them's been drafted. Well, I'm thrilled to hear it. Good. Very I, affirming for me. Good, good. But I, I, yeah, so I think this, just to get back to what I was saying, I think this is considered one of the best ones. Maybe not the best, but it's like up there. Um. Anyway, uh, did you have any history and context you wanted to share about the game that we didn't touch? Well, you know, you basically did. I mean, only in that... Uh, well, just because what I kind of like about the game, since it's not sort of what I've been saying the other games where there's yeah. like challenges you can run over and over again mm-hmm. or like races, um, it's just a true like versus fighting game. Uh, 
I really love the story aspect of Soul Calibur. I'm like a little, um, I like, uh, I love Game of Thrones. I Mm. love uh, like King Arthur stuff. So like I like medieval-y settings. Were you a Lord of the Rings person? Love Lord of the Rings. Oh, dude. Um, Learning so much about you. So, uh, so that the, the, and then I like, well, I don't know. I don't know if this is the time to be saying characters I love or anything, but go in general, I just always circle us back. Okay. In general, I just love like story, the story of things. So it's very fun to me that like, uh, you know, there's soul edge and then there's nightmare who is like the bad, uh, I don't know the bad like the sword villain? wheeler, yeah. yeah. And you even have a protagonist at one point who like has a whole arc uh, throughout the games where he eventually becomes a villain, um, <gasps> maybe even possessed by Soul Edge or oh just a vampire. Um, anyway, just lots of stuff like that can happen, uh, and I find the story compelling. And like characters are related in the game. Wow, there's some like familial drama. Yes, this is good. I mean, I love a story. I just I really wish that I like remembered, and I'll tell you about my experience with it at some point, but uh, later in the show. But like, I know why I don't remember anything about it except one thing. But I'll I'll get I'll get into it later. But that's dude. What are so what I want to find out first. Uh Um. And I definitely want to hear about some of your favorite characters in a little bit. But how did you stumble upon this game? Was this one that your brother got? Did you seek it out? No. uh, No, I don't think I've ever sought out a game. (laughs) It's a healthy place to be in in your life. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Um, No, it's definitely that my brother had it. And I was just like pretty sucked into it. Like wouldn't just play it with him. Would play Mm. it by myself. Um, nice. So, I mean, I found it in our basement where I found every video game. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah. And then it, it, I would say I'm on a bit of like a maybe like three-year trajectory with it where every three years it'll resurface and I'll like play it again for a while. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I didn't expect to hear that. Yeah. How, so you've just found ways to replay it throughout the years? Yeah, and yeah. so like the most recent one was that during the pandemic, my boyfriend and I were like, "Should we have a game that we're playing?" And so uh, many people like either just did that for like a game or like picked yeah. up gaming as a hobby. Right. Yes, and um, and I didn't get totally there, but mm-hmm. we would. You're on your way. You were on our <laughs> way. Uh, once we get that Twitch, um, but we just like added Soul Caliber into our, you know lexicon of what we could do at night yeah yeah gosh you gotta get creative especially at the beginning of that Woo! wasn't that well it was just like how many shows can we watch dude yeah i guess uh we'll drink at five for the 14th day in a row yeah 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 yeah. god 100 uh 14 is probably underselling it for me too um (laughs) but okay very cool so your brother got the game Right. My brother got the game. Do you remember, was it just there one day? Do you remember this being some event? I don't. And that's a good question. I do feel like often for his, uh, often like it would be Christmas or birthday presents. Mm. He would have games that he wanted. So it's likely that that 
was the case, but yeah. I don't remember it the way I remember when we got, you know, yes. Super Mario 64. Well, that was the greatest moment of both of your lives, so I'm not surprised. Um, do you know the um, the like video that the viral? It was like an early viral video on before the internet. I want to say of this little kid opening up an N64 and Aww. screaming Nintendo 64, and like his, him and his sister are just screaming. Have you seen Aww, this? Oh no, I don't. I mean, Dude, maybe I have, but I don't remember. It. I gotta send it to you, even though I just told you the whole thing. <laughs> It, but um, it will still play. It will. It still, still work. holds up really well. Uh, they've been like interviewed on shows, you know, all these years later and, and stuff. It's that kind of that. It was that big, anyway. Yeah. Um. So it just showed up. Okay. So was this one that you remember? Did you have to again wait for your time to play? Were you playing with him? How'd you get involved? He let he would let me play. Uh, so we hmm. would play against each other, which truly very unfair. Um <laughs> uh very, very for him, unfair. Right? What? For him, yes. I'm so I'm a prodigy. Um I'm so good. <laughs> no, uh he just like he was someone that like would look up, you know, would look oh, up yeah. combos and stuff, and I was someone who mashed the buttons a bit yes. and then would happen upon stuff that then I would learn how to repeat. But, and he'd um, be like, you're just mashing buttons. You, you didn't get me that time or whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, my thing would be like, let's just, I'm just going to make them ring out. I'm just going to push them off the cliff. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm the person who, when you play me in a game, at the start of the at the start of the match, I'm like, please don't attack me for a second. I gotta remember what duck is and jump. Just practice just pressing yeah. the buttons and learning. <laughs> exactly, dude. I I can relate to that. Certain games. Uh, okay, that's that's really cool. Um, what do you remember? I mean, you actually you got into it a little bit already. You talked about how much you like the lore. Seems like that's a big part of it. Was there anything else that you um were like? enjoyed or that brought you back to like want to actually play this thing yeah um i do think that the character set in this game is good and dynamic we got villains we got heroes or protagonists i don't know what you want to call them hey Uh, whatever you'd like yeah um and uh yes so the lore is very much a thing for me um uh and i mean some of the um like venues, that's not what they would be called in it. Oh, probably uh, stage. Yes, they call yes, it like yes, a stage? yes, yes. Uh, I love doing random and getting assigned a stage and either being very disappointed or very excited. Uh, uh, so I think some of the take. stages were really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that and then just like being in our basement playing it was fun. Okay. Um. Great. There's a lot of really good jumping off points there. Um, what were some char- – do you remember these characters that stuck yes. out to you? Oh, my God. I oh, hit so me with characters. some of the ones okay. you remember. So I'm always all, – all, always – okay, almost always playing as Sophitia. Uh, once again, immediately blonde character. I'm immediately having to look she's, these up. She's like, she's like from ancient Greece. <laughs> okay. Sophitia? Um, Sophitia. And wow, then her sister is Cassandra. And they're Sophitia and Cassandra Alexandra, which is my middle name. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and they are like on a mission for the gods. Like theirs is wow. very spiritually driven. Jeez. Uh, like Sophitia at the start of a match will be like, gods, guide me. 
Uh, they, I forget they had, there's a lot, there's a dialogue in this game and they have their yes. own like phrases they'll say, right? Yes. I think I mentioned to you before one of the, one of my favorite memories of this, and I don't know that she does it anymore, but whenever you like pick your players yes, and they like get to yell at each other at first, uh, yes. <laughs> somebody would be like Cervantes would be like, I will drag you to hell. And uh-huh. then Sophia would just go, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny and I related to like, I don't to think it. she's listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, um, I've got a char- some characters pulled up now. Um, okay. So I yes. do see Sophia. Um, Sophia, Cassandra. Then there's like Ivy if we want to talk boobs. Uh, <laughs> and uh, boy, do we, Victoria. <laughs> There's Ivy Cervantes, who is her father. Huh? Cervantes is her dad? Yes. Dude, no wonder you like this lore. This gets deep. It gets deep. So then I'd like, in my mind, because I'm like a little, I was like a little drama kid. In my mind, I'm like, oh, really developing the drama in my mind. Like if I'm playing as Ivy and I'm going to fight Cervantes, she's like facing her long lost father. That's awesome. Uh, You're like almost creating your own little like backstory based on lore yes. for them. Dude, um, you 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 were you into fan fiction at all? No, but I that does feel like a lane for me, but I never it does. I've never I've never gone yeah. down it. I think in like this during like this era, like GameCube era where I was first like really on the internet a bunch um me and my friend would like Mostly, there were some fan fiction sites we'd read about, like, our favorite video games. And then I feel like we each tried our hand, but I think I definitely don't even think I ever published anything. But I was, like, because it was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Which is different than most of fan fiction. Um, Yeah. But, uh, cool. I just, I was curious because it seemed like, yeah, it'd be up your alley. You're 100% Mm -hmm. right. Uh, Especially for stuff like this. I think it just never occurred to me. I was just like, this is just for my brain. Yeah. Um, Mitsurugi was another favorite. Ooh. He had a good weapon. Um, yeah, there's Valdo, who I think was like tortured. and like, Oh, my gosh. He's like the famous character from this game. I remember I remember this guy. He does. Doesn't he hump the air? Like. Or is that Maybe. in the newer game? He it could be. I don't know. He if you like if he's not doing anything, he sort of like almost moonwalks in place. Oh, he's he's, creepy. he's like kind of slithery. Not to be confused with Lizard Man or whatever. There's a lizard <laughs> character. <laughs> but Valdo's wild. Dude, he yeah, he's definitely nightmare inducing, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um did you like uh you're saying you used Sophitia a decent amount. Did you also say you used Cassandra too? Or was it mostly Yeah, I played as Cassandra some. What were their weapons like? Like, Did you like their, like, to control them as well? Yeah, I mean, I feel like both of them are sword and shield. Yeah. Uh, And I do like that. Um, They also... (laughs) uh, I feel like they also do some, like, butt wiggling moves that are funny and then they like keep talking (laughs) (laughs) and then they like giggle after they do it uh that's funny um, yeah (laughs) uh but i don't know that i have like specific uh yeah yeah but i know that in this game um 
like I'm sure at the time you were probably doing messing around with it. I think each character has like seven weapon totally to and choose dif- from or something. Yes, but and they do I different don't- things. Yes, and I think I was probably not as I probably didn't explore that as much. Sure, as been yes. Cool. I'm yes. like, nope, I like to wear her white outfit. Uh-huh. I like to use her sword. Uh, but like and I like when she yells at her dad. And I like when she yells at her dad. Oh, but so Ivy has a sword that turns into a whip. That's right. Yes. Uh, that was very cool. And Cervantes re- has like a huge sword. I checked I checked both of their pages out. I, I remember that whip for sure. Um She's also, it's just so hard to separate her from like Poison Ivy. It's like, I feel like they're draw draw from, not that they're actually, they don't look that similar aesthetically, but I think it has a lot to do with their name and their sort of like flair. They're both like femme fatale. Yeah. It's like, they are, it's the, they're both wearing a bunch of plants on them. Yeah. 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 Those are some good connections there. Uh, Strong connections. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, Was there more like... Of the, you were talking about the lore. You've gotten to talk about the characters a little bit, but as far as the lore goes, was there something you didn't that you wanted to share more about that? I, I felt like I did not necessarily cut you off, but I like held you at bay for a second. Um, no, you. I don't feel like you cut okay. me off, but uh, only just that. So when I wasn't playing my brother, I would play just like um. Again, this is not the technical term because we just use this word to describe something else. But like the stages of it where if it was just like single player, oh, you yeah. know, get assigned. Um, and so it would be like the character going on a quest and they yes. have these battles. And then I think you fight Nightmare at the end. But Sophitia would always end like this really honestly doesn't totally make sense. But I think she would end in a church type setting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> um but, you know, the whole time she's kind of like, God's guide me, whatever. Uh, yeah. And it felt for, again, for like my little drama brain, it felt that was always very fun to do, uh, to go through that narrative. Yeah. I remember that's actually the only, I think, mode I really played because I didn't play this with anyone. I just like played it at home alone mm. uh, for that, like maybe weekend or maybe rented it twice. And it was nice because you could save on your memory card and you didn't sound like you lost all your progress if you just rent the disc again. But, um, I remember, uh, loving that part and thinking it was really cool and fun. And it was just like totally enough for me. Yeah. And, um, since we're on the subject, I just remember the only thing I really did was in the GameCube version. Do you know Mm -hmm. who's in that version? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. Victoria link is a playable character. Oh, I, that yes yes yes, yes, uh, yes. i do know that <laughs> yes but but i don't think i've ever played as him because it's only the gamecube weird? version oh yeah. okay mm-hmm. okay okay yeah i have a fun piece of trivia later that dives deeper into that but Ooh. um yeah so that's the honestly the reason that i and many people on the gamecube even played it was like oh i could play as link and switch his swords and do all this other stuff like it's it's like ocarina of time link too See, to me, this is a too violent of a world for Link. It's, you know, Link is, his world is violent. This is just like so over the top that it does feel like yeah. a little out of place. Like watching him get hit by something like that is Exa- I don't want to see lot. him dead on the ground at the end of a <laughs> No, right? <fight? laughs> uh, not at all. Um, dude, that yeah, that first player mode is really, really fun. Um, 
back to the context a little bit mm-hmm. um, and sort of like what was going – do you remember how – roughly how old you were and like what was maybe even like going on in your life at the time? Yeah. So yeah. actually I probably would have been like, um, don't do this math. Actually, I don't care. You can figure out my age. I'm not 16. Of it. <laughs> uh, no, but I was probably like, I bet I was like 12, 13, 14 yeah. like in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have been, uh, it might have been like just before my brother was going to college. And then also when he was in college coming home. Uh, yeah. And us playing that way. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Where did he go? You're you're from, I always want to say Pennsylvania. I am from Pennsylvania. Because <sighs> you went to Penn State? I did. That's right. Okay. And I um, played Soul Calibur there in the dormitories of Penn State. Uh, which is, it's okay. It's part of their curriculum. You, That's great. Yeah. You went above and beyond. Um, So he, I was just trying to place this a little bit. Um, So you play when he would come home from college probably, mm-hmm. you were saying. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, do you remember anything memorable or interesting in that season? I know sometimes for some people it's hard to really place anything specific or even memories, but um, or and if that there's nothing there, you could also uh, maybe tell me about like the room a little more. Oh, Unless I can you... definitely tell you about the room. I can also tell you a bit about the memories. Go so for we it. would always play in our basement. I don't know why, but like our maybe we'd bring the PlayStation upstairs if it was like really late at night uh-huh. and no one was in the main living room. Um, yeah. But, and I'm, I was always scared of our basement. <laughs> uh, but, you know, my brother would, it was kind of his zone. There was a pool table down there. There was like a sink and a. Oh, dude, a sink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we had like a. Big, Guys, check it out. Mark's got a sink got down a here. sink. <laughs> We can fill up cups if we want uh, <laughs> with only water, but still. Um, uh, or you can wash your hands. Um, uh, and then there was like a big wooden entertainment console with, mm-hmm. you know, not – well, it wouldn't have been a flat screen TV for a long time. And yeah. then we ended up getting one of those huge like tube TVs that – you remember that oh, kind of flat yeah, screen dude. TV? Um, huge back. Uh, to it, huge but it is back. flat technically eventually yes like, that's exactly. what you're referring to yeah can you yeah. see the crt tv that i have over I there can. dude i that's what i play my old stuff on I, that's really fun it's awesome and it looks way better on that too but okay yeah it, uh, it just yeah it's nice but so we would as i said we would get a bunch of junk food um, so like Doritos, salt and vinegar chips, double stuff Oreos, maybe some of the mini Snickers bars. And then Ooh. at this time I was still drinking soda, so we'd have Dr. Pepper. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> All the, the whole dentist wing of my listeners are just shaking in their boots. <laughs> this is the worst nightmare. <laughs> mini Snickers. I know it's bad. Uh, they, they, they do. They rot your teeth. Um, but I do... I don't have any empirical evidence for this, but I think I'm almost always playing those video games. And this would line up with him being home either around Christmas mm-hmm. or in the summer. Big break time. Big break time. And I like big break time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like big free time too. It sounded like something like... Uh, 
that like a dumb character would refer to. Uh, anyway, I don't have a good pitch for that one, um, <laughs> but I've been pretty good so far. Uh, that's great. so yeah. The holidays and like summer. There's yeah. like as someone who is, for the most part, I've taken some breaks in my life. Like played video games year round, all like time. weekly, um, sometimes daily. Not all the time, but play a lot of video games, as mm-hmm. the listener knows. And, um, but those times still remain some of the most fruitful and memorable gaming moments. It might just be because it's a lot easier to like place something in your memory because of a season or like yeah, I, a specific moment as opposed point. to, oh yeah, like I don't remember when I played this game, but maybe this one because of Christmas was going on or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Well, I also think we all of my video game experience, especially then, was like you'd really get obsessed with it for a while. Yeah. And like Binge. spend four hours downstairs and then emerge. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Dang, dude. Can you imagine yourself doing that today? Uh, do you no, think maybe I a like, special day or is not even on the table? Actually, I don't know. Actually, I do think that could be fun on like yeah. a Saturday or something. Being like, I'm going to let myself only play video games. Dude, I I have a hard time doing that because I'm always scatterbrained and I start mm-hmm. to feel guilty about. Uh, I would too, yeah. I, I, you know, just like not doing the things that I should be doing to better myself in my like you know a, a someday a career but, mm. but so like i feel that and it's so hard but when i do kind of let myself do it it's so nice like i'll probably try to do that tonight after i plan yeah. after i plan my week um so oof dude if you if you ever get a get a good moment savor it well listen i mean i you know as you know i uh i do a mental health podcast i'm not a yes. therapist by any means but Anything you do that like uh, makes you feel more yourself or strengthens, mm. you know, your relationship with you, I say that's important and you can prioritize that. Cool. Well, I'm going to also use this part to play when my therapist is like, drop the controller, dude. <gasps> does, no, does your no therapist she's say never that? said anything about that. Also, like, I mean, I love games, but games don't actually take up. They're not, they don't uh, magically, I mean, surprisingly, don't get in the way of, it's me who gets in the way of me. It's not, it's not the games, you know? Yeah. Uh, People don't, people don't kill people. Games kill people. Yeah. Feels like the analogy I was going down, Um, but uh, being- Connor's sweating buckets right now. (laughs) It's awful. I got to shower again. Um, I, so that being the case- do you just remember the feeling and the season of those times or was it like specific was there a moment that stood out? Maybe not uh maybe not then. Mm-hmm. Um I definitely have moments that stand out to me from playing more recently. Oh, interesting. Just because I think because I was familiar with the game and my boyfriend was not, I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm going to be good at this." And yeah. it was disproportionate for maybe the first six times we played and then he started getting better and i got i was angry i was angry when i would lose your power was just gone 
it was gone. Gosh. Uh, and I would legitimately get pissed. Um, <laughs> and I really remember that uh, from this time around and kind of being like, I don't want to play anymore. Let's have yeah. this be our last time. Yeah. That's a development for Isn't me. it I weird? I think I used to be that way. Oh, interesting. You know, maybe it has because you were in the, for the first time with that game, like the seat of power as opposed to yeah. getting whooped and it sucks to lose that. Sucks to lose that. It was yeah. so brief that I had that high status. Can't he just be bad at it for Couldn't he just like, be bad at it? Come on, that's how you build a healthy relationship. Um yeah, you fake badness. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Which everyone knows all my badness is fake. Uh but the good stuff, no, that's real. Real. Um well uh I, I I feel like we've gotten to talk about a lot and both like game specific but context specific too. Is there anything we didn't get to discuss with this game um, and your relationship with it? I just want to make sure I leave space for that. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, I think we got it all. Like I said, every th- it's um, it's like a leap year. It yeah. It always <laughs> comes back yeah. into my life. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, dude, uh, since it seems like you got to share what you wanted about it, um, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, the show's you. not over though. I do have a couple, uh, fun post show segments, uh, for you. I'm um, so excited. But, but again, thank you for sharing all about Soul Calibur too. I really appreciate it. Um, well, let's begin with the fact me by your game segment. Now, Victoria, um, if you've listened to the show, you might know that this is the part where I find <laughs> a fact some trivia, maybe like an Easter egg or a cheat code uh, about the game you discussed. And I'll share a few. And I've got two for you today. Holy shit. The first one, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You heckin' can. Um, (laughs) Here's the first one that I have titled, What Cloud Have Been? And Mm. I'll get there. It'll come full circle. So one of Soul Calibur 2's defining features was its inclusion of three characters from outside of video game franchise from outside video game franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was about to say outside of video game franchises. So Homer Simpson's in this. Wow. Uh, yeah, that would be crazy. But I guess that did happen with Darth Vader later in the uh, series, right? Darth Vader's in Soul Calibur Four, I think. Well, there we go. Um. Anyway, um, Heihachi Mishima from Tekken was uh-huh. the <gasps> final inclusion to the PS2 version. And he's the white-haired guy, right? No. I actually don't know what he looks like. Um, oh, okay. That's I okay. just know his name from this text. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, we'll say yes. Um, I could be wrong. We talked about Link earlier was included for yes. the GameCube version. I forget who was on the Xbox One. Um, I'm not super concerned with it. But originally for the PS2 version, this extra character was planned to be Cloud Strife. From Final Fantasy VII. Do you are you familiar with Cloud Strife or Final no. Fantasy at all? I know Final Fantasy. So vaguely. it's it's one of those things where almost all the games are their own stories, own world. They don't really like. It's not like it. It's not like Star Wars where it's like, oh, I remember what Cloud did in Final Fantasy VI. What's it going to be like in seven? It's 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 kind of like a limited series almost. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um. He is the main character of that game and is like one of the most popular video game characters uh, ever uh, and is and has like a big sword that he swings, so he's perfect for it. I gotta um, look him up. 
Dude, look up Cloud Strife. Um, uh, and yeah, but this I actually got that from the Wikipedia of the game. Uh, it's a huge sword. Oh, lastly, oh, it's enormous. It's called the Buster Sword. Um, Ooh. So the reason he wasn't included was because uh, late in development licensing fell through. Uh, so they didn't weren't actually able to get the license to use him. So that's why they had uh, Mishima in this game. Um, wow. The second fact I have for you is all about Soul Calibur 2 HD Online. So I already <gasps> said earlier how they released the uh, this version of the game for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 um, in in 2013 and 2014. So like in North America and Europe, it released uh, in 2013 and then in Japan in February of 2014. But it includes all game modes from the original release as well as support for online-only gameplay via PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Um, and both the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions of the game include uh, Heihachi Mishima from yeah. PS2, and then I'm seeing the character Spawn, I guess, was included in the Xbox oh. version. So regardless of which version you get, they're both there, but sadly, Link is not in this Damn! HD. I know, it stinks. Why? Do you think it's, it's licensing and it's Nintendo... Link? It's Nintendo being like like this is the only time I can really remember an a Nintendo character being used in like yeah I guess that is pretty wild. It's mostly other because Nintendo's just stingy in that way and it's a brand thing I'm sure. But anyway, there there's that. Uh, that are end good the, facts. Thank you. Um, some games this was there's a few good nuggets about this one. Sometimes they are just I'm like really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, that's it for though for the factory by your game segment, and I will now uh, walk you through the game recommendations. Now, Victoria, oh, hell yeah, this is my one forced tie into the movie "Call Me by Your Name," where I'm going to recommend these new games for you, these new loves, if you will, Aww. based on your previous relationship with Soul Calibur Two. Okay, um, so I, I got this idea because. One, it's just fun to recommend games to people. But I remember thinking at the end of that movie, like, huh, who is he going to date next? Is it going to be just like Army Hammer's character? Like, is he going to rebound? Is it going to be someone out of the field? Because uh-huh. it's kind of fun to see who, you know, when you, your friend or, or if, yes. you know, you get out of a relationship. Like, what's that next thing like? Absolutely. It's fascinating. So Fascinating. So that's what this is sort of about. So there'll I be, love that, Connor. Thank you. So it'll be these will be recommended for different reasons. Um, the first one is if you want a another similar fighting game mm-hmm. uh, with really with popular characters, um, I would recommend to you a game called Injustice, which Ooh. is it's a DC Comics fighting game with like uh, Batman, Superman, um, the Joker. They actually have like a Ninja Turtle. In that Fun. game, like a bunch of intense characters. I've never played it, but I have some friends who have. And I guess it's good. Um, if you would rather play a more, you're looking for something a little more playful, a little more cartoony, and you want to play a cartoony fighting game that really packs a punch, it's actually a brand new release. It's called Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Um, do you know Super Smash Brothers? Uh, yes, but I haven't really played, but I know... Gotcha. It. It's uh, very, very. It's basically Nickelodeon Smash Brothers. Oh um, my god! SpongeBob's in it. Um, 
I think Ren and Stimpy, uh, also a Ninja Turtle, like from the cartoon <laughs> Ninja Turtle. They're everywhere. Um, but that one, I guess people are really loving. So there's a wreck for you. I like um, both of these wrecks. I think you're going to love the last one too. Now, if you're the thing you took away from Soul Calibur is that you just love an intense back and forth affair, trading blows, really yes. just going at it, high stress, then I'll recommend to you another game that does that exact thing, and that would be Pong. So uh, Pong is, is that's the wreck. You're just like bouncing the ping pong. Like, like, do you know the original game Pong where it's just like yes, two? Yes, I do. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's my uh, intense game that I'll recommend to you. Um, I'm obsessed. There you I are. I think I will try all of them. Wow, mission accomplished. I love well, it. Well, just because this conversation has, you know, reignited that part of my brain that's like, yeah, you do sort of enjoy doing that sometimes. Hey, I've... I'm good at, that's one thing I'm good at is getting people to feel that way on this podcast. <laughs> um, well, that's the last of the game recommendations and that will uh, actually bring us to the end of the show. Wow, so, I hate to see it end. I know, um, but here we are. Uh, dude, Victoria, thank you so much for joining me on thank Call so Me By Your Game. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's been so like fortunate and nice for us to actually get to see each other regularly again. Yeah. Working together can't get rid of us um no they can't we're a package deal it always brightens my day when i see you oh right back at you dude um this was so much fun on your way out uh plug your show and plug anything else you might want people to know or how people can support you and whatnot Great. Yes. Once again, uh, friends talk Frasier and feelings. We're mm-hmm. on Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash FTFAF. Uh, and then, yeah, I, our, my friend, uh, Zach also has the Rotating Heroes podcast, which is a D&D podcast where I have played a character on two different arcs, same character Uh, on the different arcs. That's Oyama's podcast, right? Yes. Oh, I love him. He knows he's had a standing invitation to this show for a long time, so... I'd love to. I'll have him on at some point, but he's yes, he's a, yeah. just the one of the best dudes too. He's so. one of the best. He's a really excellent DM. Uh, that was that I'd never done D anD D before, but it plays into what I really like about Soul Caliber. So I was yes, uh, yeah. And also, since this is coming out on Wednesday, if you're looking to see live comedy, Yeti and Leroy are doing a show at the Yard Theater on Friday. I saw this October news October fifteenth. I uh, yes October 15th yeah I know that only because last Friday I knew the date because it was a video game I was looking forward to came out so I had it <laughs> plastered in my brain so I can confirm next Friday's Love. the 15th <laughs> swear I use my brain for other stuff um was that uh that was all the stuff you wanted to plug That's you're all set it. yes I went hard okay plugging. well dude thank you so much again I will uh close us out with some plugs of my own how about that okay here we go so um of course uh, our cover art, which is really, truly beautiful. Like, I don't talk about it enough, but it's fantastic. Everyone should go check it out. You probably see it if you listen to the show anyway. But that wasn't done by me. That was done by Glenn J, who you can find on Instagram. He's at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. Um, I originally did something using, like, Photoshop and tracing, uh, like, a, a little... Uh, drawing that I did, um, but he made something that actually looks professional <laughs> and it's beautiful. <laughs> I've had that for a while now, but you can also, of course, 
definitely recommend you check us out on Patreon, especially if you're a fan of video games and you like the stuff that we do here, that we do at Video Games, a comedy show, Reactivators, who's a new part of our little Patreon network, yeah. uh, Inside Video Games with July Diaz. We do a lot of great stuff there. I already told you about the monthly co-op episode that you get um, for this show. The last one we did was uh, Super Metroid featuring uh, Charlie Mihalik, uh Michael Hearn, and Ali Gondor. Uh, it was a great one. Next up, for the month of October, we will have Deathloop, uh, which is an incredibly popular game that just came out. People are loving it. Um, so we're going to do one on that. And then we also have the Legend of Zelda Games Club that's going on on our Patreon at the $10 DJ Toad tier. Um, so check it out. It's a basically a bi-monthly book club episode on the mainline Zelda games, and we only have two left. We are down to our final two of the year. We feel like we've been doing this forever. Um, we did the, in, in spirit, in uh, the Ocarina episode way back when uh, for you, Victoria. I wasn't on it, but Jeremy hosted it. Uh, but yeah, check us out there. Uh, I think we do a really great work, and you're gonna if you like this, you're really gonna like what you find there. Um, of course, uh, you can also follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool sixty nine. That will do it for the end of Call Me by Your Game. We'll see you on the next one.